0: uh uh Mark Murphy is joining us now. Hey Mark, how are you sir? Hey, I'm doing great.
1: That was pretty funny.
0: Is it <laughs> is it uh, is it safe to travel to Mexico now?
1: Yeah, you know what? It, it it is actually. I just got back. I was just down there last week uh for for some meetings. Um I've been there about four times this year. So uh yeah, I've been all over Mexico and I think it's very safe. There there are certain areas that aren't, but it's a huge country and it's about being smart. You know what I mean? You guys talk about gun control and you talk about, you know, the boats and regulations, you know, it's the same kind of thing. It's, it's the stuff gets blown out of proportion. Um, that lady who was murdered, that was a terrible thing. That happens every freaking day in Chicago, which is the city I was born. True. Uh, People get shot and killed. People get shot and wounded wrong place, wrong time. And it's a terrible, terrible thing. But that family's been to Mexico about 40 times. They love Mexico. And um, unfortunately, the, uh, she was just in the wrong place at the wrong time and had nothing to do with her or tourism, any, any, any of the above. So
0: it's really about being aware and safe, or, or to be safe, it's about being aware and knowing what's going on and which parts are going to be trouble for you.
1: Exactly. And there, there are areas that no tourist would ever go, I mean, ever go in a million years, there are places that you come, come to in America as a tourist you would never go to, whether it's safe or not. I mean, like literally the middle of nowhere, um, there'd be no reason to go. And in some of these places, these are routes for cartels and drugs and bad stuff happens to the locals there and there's extortion and all sorts of terrible stuff going on. But again, there's terrible stuff going on here. I mean, I, I right now I'm in uh, South Jersey. I'm about a stone's throw from Camden, New Jersey. I'm Ooh. in a beautiful, safe, Ooh. wonderful town. <laughs> but if I drive eight, eight miles South, I'll be in the middle of Camden, New Jersey, which isn't exactly, you know, the, the nicest place to visit. Although it's a heck of a lot better than it was 10 years ago.
0: So are there any obvious places in total, like a big area, you could say, don't go there when you travel to Mexico? Or is it pretty much like little, little pockets here and there?
1: No, there's some larger areas, but if you look at the best thing to do is go look at the State Department, um, okay. the, the map of Mexico, and there are areas that are just uh, do not travel areas, and they're nowhere near any of the tourist spots. And that's the key to look at. Look where the tourist spots are. Look at where they're telling you to stay away from. And, you know, again, you'd have a really tough time getting to the places they want you to stay away from. You'd have to say, hey, I really want to get there. Uh, but for the places that anybody is going to fly into and enjoy a beach vacation or go and see the, the you know, the Mayan ruins, things of that nature, you're not going to be anywhere near that. One thing I wouldn't do as a veteran traveler, I wouldn't rent a car and just go driving around Mexico. I mean, I just would not do that. So those are, and that's a shame because that—that's a
0: great way to see a country too.
1: Yeah, but that's the kind of thing where because you just don't know where you're going so much, and you might be crossed into that area. Good example is I got a place in New York City. There are places I don't go in New York City. Mm. Um, you know, I wouldn't just start walking, walking in one direction and and keep going and say, "Hey, I'm going to be totally fine at two or three or four o'clock in the morning." That that's just that's just dumb. We we know that, but I'm familiar with New York City and know what to get to stay away from. Whereas you're in Mexico, you're driving a car on a dark road. You, where are you right now? Yeah, it's a go place and no go place. Those but are always the challenges.
0: It's difficult when you travel to with the language barrier, but also the etiquette barrier. You know, and and that's where people end up preying on tourists. I remember uh, just a couple of weeks ago, maybe a month or so ago, there were a couple of uh, uh, tourists in New York, and I think they may even been from the UK. So they didn't even have the language barrier, the similar language barrier like us traveling to Mexico, and they were scammed out of like four hundred dollars with an Uber. Or some sort of ride share. They were scammed for like 400 or $600. And they were worried, you know, they're going to get arrested or something. They take you it, to, oh, it's $400. Why did not know it would be that much? Well, you got to pay me. And You know, so you don't know mm-hmm. the law and the etiquette. That's when you get preyed upon.
1: Yeah, and, and it's funny. Things like that, those con owners are in every every spot. So um, I remember they used to do that. Some cases they would, um, they would speed up the uh, taxi meter that yeah. happened to me in New York City. I was like, it is not $28 to go down to the World Trade Center, which is years ago. And, um, and but but that's what the meter said. and I know it was about a $12 ride. So yeah, I just wrote down the number and reported him to the Taxi and Limousine Commission and called it a day. Same thing happened to me actually in Prague. I got in. I got in a taxi. I went one way to, to, to visit a spot. The guy charged me three times coming back a different taxi. And uh, I said, no problem. I said, let's just wait and, and, and I'll call the police. And and, and and I'll take care of it. If they say I have to pay you the full amount, I'll pay you the full amount. And he yelled at me and cursed and then drove off and, and didn't take anything.
0: <laughs> right, right. So, so But yeah. that that's just it. You have to know how to handle yourself in that situation. That's the key, right?
1: Exactly. And you don't want to end up in a back alley somewhere because um, that's actually happened to me. And it's just like, you know what? It, I got ripped off for 60 bucks, and I was actually in Saigon and you know, it, I was just like, okay, fine. You know, it's 60 bucks. It, ain't the end of the, ain't, it isn't at the end of the world because it's $60. Now, if it was $6,000... That's man, a little rough, yeah. You know, maybe I would have stood my ground a little bit, or maybe I just would have started jogging. You yeah, know, high gear.
0: I hate that feeling of being preyed upon like that. Oh, That's the yeah. part, especially when when I, I don't have any option. If you're in the back alley and they're robbing you, yeah, you're just handing over your money. you getting the money, man. Right, getting but, the money. but when you're arguing with them and you're like, I know the fare is not that much... That's where you're like you just need to know how to handle. Yourself. Yeah, one of my things too is like I'm, I'm, I don't know if you know, but I'm about to get married in September. Really? And um, little girl wants to go, you know, travel around the world. But here's the thing, like, what if I book? And this is for you, Mark. What if I book something? And then I'm like, uh, this kind of shit. I don't want to go there, but I also don't want to lose, you know, the thousands of dollars I just did it for a honeymoon. Is there any way I could like back out without losing that much money?
1: Well, one of the things you want to do is you you want to get travel insurance no matter what. I've had travel writers go to places and get sick and have to be medevac out and they yes. had travel insurance that we require them all to have and it cost the company nothing and it costs them nothing other than their deductible when they got back to the States for whatever uh, medical procedure they needed. Um, there's insurance that'll be for cancel for any reason type of insurance. So if you, if you want to go somewhere, if you just decide you don't want to go, that's a tough one. If you do have insurance that says cancel for any reason, you can, you can cancel, you might lose a few hundred bucks. But make sure you don't book something you don't want to go to. What the heck kind of kind of question is that, man? Just like, <laughs> oh, you know, I see myself changing my, uh, my well, mind real quickly. I'm not really sure, but hey, you know what? Uh, I don't want to do that. I don't even want to get married yeah. <laughs> You
0: would understand yeah. so much more if you knew Chris well. Yes, I, that, I was fine with more. that question. You're right. It makes yeah, no what, sense.
1: What do, what do you mean we're getting married? I, I don't want to do that where
0: should people be traveling to now where's the top couple of picks around the world that would be good to see
1: well you know what i am telling you mexico is great and what's going to happen come the fall in places like mexico you're going to see the uh, prices drop dramatically because fall normally is soft but the negative news coverage has has made it much tougher Um, to me i would i would certainly look there if you want a great all-inclusive experience um, I'd look at the Cancun Riviera Maya region for the folks on the uh, East Coast. I would look at you know, the Los Cabos area and Puerto Vallarta on the West Coast. If you're looking for a great deal going north before the end of the summer while the weather's good, I would look to going up to Vancouver or Toronto or Quebec because it's stunning up there, and the price has been so cheap. The dollar's gotten a little bit stronger against the Canadian dollar, but it's still you know such a deal to go to Canada. And then if you want to go some, someplace you know, really far, um, where it's really cheap once you get there literally southeast asia is an amazing destination and to me it doesn't matter whether you go in the summer or, or the winter it's it's either hot or hotter so if you don't mind um hot and muggy because that's how it is most of the year it's just an awesome experience great great food uh, really uh really dirt cheap uh while you're there you can stay in five-star resorts for about a 100 bucks
0: awesome that's huge yeah. that's awesome wow that's awesome. all right mark how can people find out more about you
1: um check me out on with uh on twitter with instagram etc at at murphy travels same for facebook and uh check out travelpulse.com i own that news site we cover the world of travel news at travelpulse.com
0: good deal and we'll post all that on social media thanks buddy appreciate you joining appreciate us appreciate it take all right, care talk to you soon bye-bye Hey, it's Doc Thompson. If you like what you hear on the program, you should check out Pat Gray Unleashed. The podcast is available wherever you download your favorite podcasts. In 2011, Aaron Hale, a former Navy chief, was severely injured when disposing of an improvised explosive device. He lost his eyesight and most of his hearing. So he returned to his love of cooking, his therapy, and with the help of his love, Michaela, they created Extraordinary Delights, or EOD Fudge for short. These things are amazing. You'll love them. Go to EODFudge.com. That's EODFudge.com and try the caramel apples, the brownies, the strawberry white and decadent triple fudge confections. EODFudge.com. Promo code Blaze to get 10% off. Knowledge is power. Tweet at us with the hashtag What I Learned Today.